Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Energy. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we invest in energy infrastructure. We read about energy. We talk to people in the energy sector. We write about energy. We explore how the shale revolution is leading to American energy independence and how climate change is impacting how energy is produced and used. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to discuss the positive momentum for certain pipeline stocks as we head into the new year. It's the end of the year. We just had Christmas Day. It's a wonderful family time. We had small grandchildren thrilled that Santa Claus had come to visit. It's often a time to look back over the past 12 months. At times, 2019 has felt like a really tough year. A couple of months ago, investors were incredibly frustrated. Weakness in October had continued into November, and it was worse because the S&P 500 was going up. In fact, in November, the relative difference between MLPs and the broader market was enormous. The Alarian MLP index was down 6% in November, while the S&P 500 was up over 6%. Stocks beat MLPs by 12% in one month alone. Investors were deeply unhappy. This is coming on the heels of persistent weak performance in the sector. But as we close out the year, the American Energy Independence Index is up 22% for the year. It's still 9% behind the S&P, but it's 15% ahead of the Alarian MLP index. Because the point here is that if you invest in the right kinds of pipeline stocks, you could do pretty well. TC Energy, which used to be called TransCanada, is up 54%. Enbridge, another one, is up 38%. These are two of the biggest pipeline companies in North America. And they've both beaten the S&P 500 this year. They're both in our American Energy Independence Index, which is why that index is up 22%. For years, investors thought of pipelines as MLPs or master limited partnerships. MLPs offered high tax deferred yields that seemed to grow every year, but they came with a K1 instead of a 1099, which complicated your taxes. MLPs used to have a loyal investor base of wealthy individual investors, but then many MLPs, although certainly not all of them, betrayed those investors by cutting distributions. In fact, the Alarian MLP ETF, AMLP, has cut payouts 34% over the past five years because this is what the MLPs they invest in have done. So there's a huge difference emerging here. Big pipeline corporations like TC Energy and Enbridge are managing their businesses well and treating their investors fairly, while MLPs have a history of borrowing and spending too much, which is why many of them have had to cut payouts to long-time investors. Midstream energy infrastructure, which we call pipelines for short, has a fantastic outlook. The shale revolution has been growing the volumes of oil and gas America produces creating more business for pipelines. But you have to be in the right kinds of company. Energy Transfer is another big pipeline company, but they're an MLP. They have a history of mistreating their investors. We've written about this on our blog in the past. Just Google, will energy transfer act with integrity? 
we wrote this three years ago. It turned out that they did not act with integrity. And as a result, their stock is cheap, but it stayed cheap. Energy transfer runs their operations very well. And in recent quarters, they've beaten their profit expectations every time. Their dividend is over 9%. That's double what TC Energy pays. But energy transfer's performance for the year is only 8%. They haven't even returned the dividend. The Alarian MLP index has done roughly the same because energy transfer is a tenth of the index. So it's also a big holding in the Alarian MLP ETF, AMLP. The lesson here is that how you do in pipelines depends heavily on what you own. MLPs have a lot going against them. Although they don't have to pay corporate taxes, which should give them an advantage, they have a very narrow investor base. In fact, I doubt many of them really considered how limited were their buyers when they started cutting distributions five years ago. But what's turned out is that if, as an MLP, you upset your investor base, it's not easy to make up for that. Many of them, but definitely not all, have alienated their core investors with years of those distribution cuts. In some cases, they've abused their trust as well. It's cast a cloud over the entire MLP structure. Most institutions face tax hurdles to buying MLPs, and so many of them don't. And smaller retail investors don't like the K-1s. It turns out that there aren't a whole lot of other investors out there. So if you hold MLPs, ask yourself, who else is going to buy them? But if you own pipeline corporations like TC Energy and Enbridge, you know who else is going to buy them? Potentially anyone, because they are regular stocks, and stocks are mostly owned by institutions. So when you're investing in pipeline stocks, make sure you're buying stocks that other people will want to buy. That means corporations, not MLPs. Look at the American Energy Independence Index for a sample of the right kinds of names to own. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon Lack.